Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Bology. Manage and measure your players' skill development and increase accountability year-round utilizing the Bology app. Boost inter-squad competition with drills backed by the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, including a 40-shot Bology skills assessment. Please visit Bology.com teams for information on how you can provide this resource for your team. 30-plus years of coaching uh, at the college level, I would imagine you have some daily habits that just set you up for success. So what are some of those things you've created over the years to you know, you maximize your time? You know, um, I think uh, um, uh, I always like to work out. That's actually something. And it's not a great workout, but it's just some exercise is a, a good thing for me. I, I uh, haven't got to it yet this morning. Uh, I'm out west. But um, I, that's something that I've, I've, I think as I've gone on more, I've continued to do. And I think that's a time for me to think and get away. And this could be a bike ride. It could be a uh, uh, it could be, you know, a weight room or lift to go it's not much but if i can get uh, 45 minutes an hour uh, i just feel better and um uh, i think that's big family is 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 the other priority um and it's 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 interesting my kids are kind of going to college uh now and but one's mm-hmm. come back to tcu and uh my other one went away to johns hopkins but she's she's been around a lot so it's interesting i thought we'd see less and i almost feel like we're seeing more now that they're in college and um it's been it's been great i think it's always a good sign when they want to come back and they want to be around it means you did something right well you know as a coach you know it's it's the time is so uh it's so up and down and you know weekends are not normal weekends and yeah um, it, it's it's a it's it's a it's a challenge at times but i think i think they're more um they've got that more uh uh, less of a schedule as well. So I think they can make some of our uh, events and we can do some things at night. And um, so I don't know, it just seems to me that like we're, we're around a lot more and uh, um, it's been fun. I asked Mike neighbors how he balances family and coaching. And he said, don't try. It's, yeah. it's pointless to try, but you know, the career that you've had and with your family, how have you been able to balance the two? Well, you know, probably I've been very lucky, and I've told my wife uh, that you know, we didn't have, as we were, uh, uh, I guess, dating. I don't even thought we were we were in separate states for about four years. Oh wow! And uh, she was in Hawaii, but so we never had quite that normal uh, uh, relationship as far as uh, courting. But um, uh, since that time, once we got engaged and married, well, I was seventeen years in Pittsburgh, and now seven years in, at TCU. So. You know, we've been very fortunate and it's been great for our family. So we've been in we've been stable, uh, obviously haven't had uh, but just one move. And then obviously been in two great places uh, that the, the support's been amazing. Uh, the administration has been uh, unbelievable. And so, you know, I, I just been, I've been lucky. I mean, I, I sometimes I tell her, like, you know, I know your coach's wife, but you haven't really lived. Uh, a, a true coach's <laughs> wife's life as far as moving job to job so uh 
once in a while, I'll remind her of that when she talks about me going on the road. I'm sure that reminder goes over real well. But she, yeah. she appreciates that. Yeah. So we can say coach's wife, but two places in 25 years. is That's uh, not bad. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. So you were a heck of a player. And we're, well, I want to get into kind of returning to TCU in a little bit. But and then all you know got into the NBA a little bit with the Washington Bullets, which is incredible. The fact that you could even like just sniff that level really puts you in elite company. And I was so far from that. Does some of those habits that you have with working out and staying active now? Do you think it comes from that playing background that you have? Oh yeah, I mean, I think you know. I, I said the other day, if, uh, you know, talking about to a couple of the players and. You know, and and their futures and trying to play at the next level. I was like, you know, you can play as long as you can. And, and if I could play today uh, and, and go play somewhere, I'd probably I'd do that and, and get out, you know, stop coaching. Uh, but, you know, obviously that decision was made for me, you know, 30, <laughs> 30 years ago. So, um, yeah, I, I loved it and I uh, loved playing. Um, I loved the, the challenge. I was kind of always the underdog. Um, I was actually with four of my high school buddies. Uh, that I played with last night uh, as I was seeing my dad. And um, we watched a Laker game uh, like old days. Um, but, you know, I was I was always an underdog. I was a late bloomer. You know, I grew, uh, uh, you know, a foot in high school. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was, you know, hardly played my junior year and just kind of have always kind of battled. got a last second, a last minute scholarship to TCU and, and, you know, came there as the, you know, 15th man. And, you know, it's just as guys left and I got better. And, you know, then I became, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, getting drafted was like the furthest thing from my mind when I was begging for a scholarship four years earlier. But I kept getting better. And, and I, I did get back. I got better after college. You know, I was still growing, uh, filling out. So I, I had a kind of a different career. Um, but uh, I, I was fortunate. I got hurt playing in Holland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I say I was fortunate because it made me, uh, um, stop and, and get into coaching. Cause I, I, I might've continued playing and I was at a decent level, making decent, uh, living out of it, uh, good, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have liked to start getting into coaching at 30. Uh, and that was kind of the, the direction I was heading. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I'm the only guy that, um, is, is, uh, fond of a thir- three month stay in the hospital uh to to uh it did get me on my path and uh and that's how i got a job at uc santa barbara as a graduate assistant um you know a couple months later so um but i knew what i wanted to do and and uh that's uh uh, i was fortunate uh i've always been fortunate in that i knew what i loved and i was going to find a way to stay in that business and i wanted to be in sports basketball became the one and uh and i was able to find a way I think sometimes when you play at the level that you did, when you get into coaching, you're still watching and looking at the game through players' eyes and maybe thinking about more of the way that you would have done it. Was there a time, do you still do that, view it like a player? Or was there a time where you felt like, okay, this is, I've switched over now to where I'm not viewing the game and how I would do things, but trying to help them really with how they should do things? Uh, yeah, I, just, I always see it through, uh, uh, I think, a player's eyes. I, I, you know, my teams have always been, uh, I grew up as a point guard, a passer that couldn't shoot. Eventually, I became a good shooter uh, in, in, in uh, high, last year of high school. Um, 
but our teams have always been like high assists, known for their unselfishness. Um, and I think, you know, that's just uh, reflect what you know, kind of how I was raised really by my dad um, uh, and how we looked at the game uh, of how, you know, unselfishness and pass first guys. I mean, we, we have a guy like Damian Ball, like he loves to get assists. Alex Robinson was a local guy. He loved to get assists. And, and um, uh, that, that, that was, um, you know, that stuff I think still is with me. I've obviously evolved and changed uh what we do but um at the core of it unselfishness is is uh, uh who we want to be and i would imagine playing for you that because you celebrate that and you get because everybody everybody celebrates the leading score the guys that can do so mm-hmm. much that way but when you're celebrating those attributes like the one mores and being unselfish and giving up a good one to get a great one yeah like you said i would imagine it just kind of snowballs and they want to please you in that way. Yeah, uh, I, I think, and I, you know, I, it's almost to a fault sometimes. I, I find that maybe like after a press conference, and um, or a pre- after a game in a press conference, I know, or when we talk to a team, I'll always point out the guy, the high assist guy, the guy that did the rebounding, uh, the guy that you know maybe didn't show up in the points and the stats, and and I'll even you know talk at a press conference. I find myself sometimes I've only mentioned a guy that had like twenty five points. Uh, because I'll be pointing to these other things, and 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 that's how I we coach at practice too. It's always great screen, uh, great dive to get somebody else open. You know, great extra pass. Like we won't even talk about the assist, but the pass that leads to the assist, right? And compliment that guy. So I, I think at times I almost do it to a fault of you know I'll forget a guy that you know don't mention a guy that. And by the way, he had twenty five. You know, what I mean. Um, to a thing, but I, I think everybody else takes care of that. That's my belief. The media, the the, the social media, the uh, the box score. So I, I really want to reflect on the uh, and compliment the, the the guy that maybe goes a little bit more unnoticed uh, by some, and uh, and that's in practice. That's you know in a huddle. That's in a in a game, and that's in a press conference. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your fellow coaches and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.